For our gospel this morning, we turn our attention to the 13th chapter of the gospel according to Matthew, beginning in the first verse, where we read of Jesus telling the parable of the sower, the man planting, and how the seeds fell among the different types of soil, and then the results. Our gospel begins with the words, That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. Then the passage shifts to Jesus telling the parables. To give a little bit of background, just earlier in the gospel, according to St. Matthew, Jesus was responding to, he was teaching or correcting the Pharisees in somebody's home. We know from many passages throughout the gospels that the Pharisees were constantly trying to trap Jesus. They were not seeking knowledge or the opportunity to know more about God the Father. They were only listening to try to find some place where Jesus might misspeak so they could attack him. Now then, having dealt with the Pharisees, Jesus turns his attention to those who actually want to hear and to learn from his message. Jesus goes outside of the house to the great crowds of people who are waiting for him. If we were to read the same passage from the Gospel according to St. Mark, we would read that Jesus got into the boat and pushed out into the water a little bit because the crowds were so great they were crushing in tightly. Jesus is going to teach the crowd, so in order to do so, he gets into the boat, pushes out slightly to create a little space, and then the crowds filled the beach and paid attention so that they could listen to what Jesus had to teach teach them. The text then tells us that Jesus spoke in many parables. Much of the remainder of the chapter consists of those multiple parables that Jesus taught the people. But here this morning we are dealing with the first one, the man planting, and some of the seeds growing and others not, and some, although they grow initially, not lasting long, sprouting and withering away. What are we? to learn from this. Obviously, we will the types of soil. We'll do that in a moment, and how they can be applied to our lives today. But before doing that, it can be helpful to recognize context. Jesus has just been with the Pharisees, who reject Jesus' message. In other passages of the various Gospels, we see the crowds leaving Jesus. For a few different reasons, those who would initially follow are excited about following Jesus, would fall fall away along the way. One of the most notable examples is in the sixth chapter of the Gospel according to John, when Jesus said that we must eat his flesh and drink his blood in order to have eternal life. This is where Jesus says quite clearly, whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise up on the last day. Then John says, After this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. In our gospel, Jesus, as he begins to speak in parables to teach the crowds, he already knows that not all will accept what he teaches. Some will reject it completely and immediately like the Pharisees. Others will follow for a little while and then turn away for one reason or another. Jesus, in his first parable, taught that day, makes clear that not everyone will follow him. 
Even when Jesus himself shares the gospel, not everyone will listen and many will turn away. We'll come back to that idea in a little while. But before we follow that thought to its end, let us look at the seeds and the soils in our own lives. Consider the soil. In this case, the seed dropped along the side of the road and the birds came right away and ate it all. This is seed that is in such a place that it cannot grow. There's no good soil at all and it is exposed to the birds taking it away as if we were to throw seed out into the middle of the street. For us, this is when something we do not understand we hear it, but we don't pursue question. It doesn't matter if it's in a sermon or in the liturgy, in a Bible study or a time of prayer. It's when we are exposed to something and that thing, that question, that concern, simply gone. We miss the opportunity for growth in our lives. The next is the seed among the rocky ground. It gets no real root structure. And so it dries up and it dies. This is our bumper or slogan-based theology. You're feeling good, things are going well, and you read that passage, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And it sounds so good, it's accepted without any consideration of what the text is actually referencing. And suddenly, this fraction of a passage is taking some kind of cosmic promise that the Christian can do absolutely anything in the power of Christ. And the next thing you know, some desired thing, some super personal goal arises, but is not achieved. And the misunderstood, no root in the actual scripture, taken out of context passage, fails the person, and he or she leaves the faith in disappointment, all because there was no depth of root and see that the passage is actually about being supported and enduring through hard times as long as one remains faithful. The next soil is that which is covered in and filled with weeds. The seed sprouts, but it is soon choked and dies again. This is our picking of our surroundings, friends, our associates, our activities. If you fill your life with the enemies of Christ, and those enemies of Christ will attack the message of Christ within you and get out. You cannot live among the weeds and expect to go life. And finally, there is the seed planted in good soil. It grows and produces more grain. It's fruitful, multiplies 30, 60, and even 100 times over. This is us when our soil is good and receives the word of God, and allows it to root in our life. And what about those other soils? When the word drops along the side of the road of not standing, we need to take it and move it to good soil. And we do that by asking questions, so it becomes understood and can be made part of our lives. When the word drops among the rocks, and a little seedling begins to sprout, we learn about the word. We're, we have to move that seedling to deep soil. We do that by studying the word, praying more deeply, seeking guidance as to what a passage means so that it can grow and be firmly in the fullness of the word of God. When we receive the word and the seed wants to grow, 
but we see it being attacked by a weed and thorns. We have to remove the offending weeds. We have to remove the offending bushes. We must tend our gardens and remove those things which want to destroy Christian growth. That can be bad habits, what we watch, what we listen to, the people in our lives. So many things can turn and attack our Christian be the weeds and the thorns in our lives. So to ensure that the word of God grows within us, we must remove those weeds and thorns. We must tend that garden of our soul. Each of these are ways we ensure that the soil of our souls is the good soil that produces the fruit of Christ within us. And we all want fruitful lives. This brings us back around to Jesus and his knowing that some, even will reject his message. Part of being fruitful is bringing others to Jesus. That can in- intimidate a lot of people. I ask you to remember this. That day Jesus gave the parable, he knew that most of the people who heard him, even in all of his perfection, would reject his message. He shared his message anyway. Cast seeds. In other words, share the gospel. Because that is what healthy plants do. They create the next generation of seeds. Likewise, healthy Christians create the next generation of Christians. Do so gently and with respect. Know that many will not hear the message, but some will, and their lives will be changed. Their eternity will be with God in his kingdom, all because you helped receive the gospel of the garden, of the gospel, and those with ears to hear. Heard. Amen.